Welcome back. You're with Changing Gear. It is Thursday afternoon. It's almost 20 to 5. Uh, thank you for being with us. Remain with us. Greetings to you wherever you are. Uh, Archbishop William Slattery speaking with you. But not only not only me, but uh, that wonderful youth theme from our Archdiocese in Swanee, uh, Gladness Mashuboka and Faith Baloi. Uh, they have been engaged with Father Benedict Makata in putting together the responses, the reflections of our young people on questions that were sent around to all the parishes in the country uh, in the last few months. And they have been outlining for us what was the aim of the questionnaire and, you know, and how can the church listen or understand the real life of, as young people experience it today. It's so changed. It's in transition. It's so different. Offering so many opportunities, but so many offer ch- uh, challenges. And Gladness has just spoken about that. Faith, um, what do young people really ask uh, of the church and the parish today? Thank you so much. One of the issues that as young people we ask from the church is spiritual and social support. What do we mean about spiritual and social support? This will be guidance from young adults within the church to talk about issues and challenges realistically and spiritual without being judged. And then we should be able to speak to these people with the confidence that whatever we're sharing with these people won't go out there whereby to cause conflict between ourselves and our parents. Because in most cases as young people, we're not always able to talk to our parents. We always need someone to talk to who would understand without judging us in all the circumstances. And also we ask for relevant programs for young people. Because in most cases, if it's not the June 16, what more can we do for young people? Because if we focus on young people, in most cases we talk about June 16. But apart from June 16, what is it that the church is doing for young people? And then we also ask from the church to be given an opportunity to, expre- to express our feelings, whereby we, we take part in church activities, whereby if there are activities that are taking place in the church, the youth at least they get an opportunity to have an input in that particular situation, whereby also as young people we, we understand that there will be issues or there will be activities that will draw closer the youth to the God and to the church, by, by that, what I mean is that if we're given opportunity to express ourselves, we'll be able to come up with ideas that we know that the youth won't hesitate to come and attend. And also to involve the youth in committees like your PPC, your DPC, and your PFC. We also, when we are involved in such committees, we are also learning. It's not necessarily about just being exposed or just being in part of those uh, committees, but also to be exposed and get to learn. Because remember... The youth are the future of the church. We need guidance from the elder people so that they can guide us, whereby we know that sometimes we might make mistakes. But by the help of the young, the elderly people, we'll be able to run the church because without the young people, are we going to have the church? Are we going to have any future Catholics? Faith, thank you very much. That was Faith Baloi speaking very eloquently about, you know, what uh, young people are asking of the church and uh, pointing out. And uh, I liked her, her opening phrase saying young adults, you know, can be of particular help to them, sort of intermediaries, people who are close to them in generation and in age. 
you know, uh, young people, um, they want to approach their parents in a respectful and careful manner. And uh, sometimes it's not as easy to be totally free, especially about personal issues with parents. And so uh, to have young adults there, this is a real call to the whole church community to respond to our youth. It's not just a task of the priests and also looking for uh, opportunities to be involved and to celebrate their faith. Now, this uh, wonderful uh, mini World Youth Days down in Durban will be an opportunity. But in fact, uh, it, uh, as Faith has just said, uh, does the whole year celebration end on June the 16th when we remember Soweto and the young people, which is a wonderful celebration. But we need much more than that. And also we need many celebrations of a Christian or Catholic origin which would allow you to celebrate their faith and also to be involved in committees, you know, the, uh, because, uh, uh, you know, they're learning uh, where life is and what the church is considering, the issues facing the church when they're involved in these uh, committees and opportunities to express themselves and to belong in general. Gladness, going back to you, uh, what possibilities are there there? Well, um, for instance, the possibilities for participation for young people um, that we are having in our church, they are offered by different structures that we are having there. A young person can either be an altar server or join the youth sodalities that we are already having, like um, Children of Mary, Kira Movements, can be a young adult, Masolenyana, just to mention just to mention few. Um, also, Another way whereby um, the possibilities exist in our diocese for young people to experience and partake in the life of the community is by giving a platform in, in, in our parishes, as Faith have highlighted before, to say if maybe young people can be um, engaged in our parish uh, pastoral com uh, council, in our PLC and PFC, there's also a way of making sure that the youth partake or take part in the life of the community. And also if our, um, our priests, our leaders in the church or elders, if they can also have this uh, positive spirit when it comes to the youth, because most of the time when they think of the youth, they think negative stuff only. So as youth, we are capable of doing a whole lot of things and we just need their support and their positivity uh, in, in, in our life and in everything that we are doing. Thinking about yourself now, Gladness, a little bit, you know, you're looking back on your own experience of life. What has spiritually touched you when you look back over the years in the church? You know, has some event, some person, some <laughs> pilgrimage, I don't know what, uh, you know, what, what, what events have touched yourself personally in the area of your faith? I'll, I'll give an example with the recent one just happened um, when we were celebrating June 16 in Bretoni Center with the youth of the Archdiocese of Pretoria. Um, one of 
of of the of the of of our program items was to have we were having stations of the cross and in those stations of the cross as the youth we were not only doing the stations of the cross but we were also mentioning the challenges that we are facing as young people and through those challenges each and every station we had the reflection on those challenges and i must say i was really touched by a reflection that was done by a young girl from northeastern dinari by the name of tobile in um Siabusa Perish and Antony of Egypt. It was, she mentioned um, among the, the, the challenges that the youth are facing and also like some socioeconomic issues. She mentioned an issue that as young people, we have a challenge of forgiving. And she, she was touching to say forgiveness. It's like it's, we allow uh, the next person to stop us from being happy. If you do not forgive the next person, you can't even forgive yourself. You can't even find that happiness within you. And that was one of the most things that touched me, especially spoken by a young person. Uh, she said it like so well to an extent that when I got home, the first thing I was like, you know what? All of those people that I really need to forgive, I must start now. Because she was showing how much not forgiving can hold your happiness. Yeah. And I must say that was one of the touchy moments yes. with, with the youth. Thank you very much. Faith, uh, would you have any, you know, when you reflect back on your own spiritual journey, faith journey, are there moments that, uh, you know, which touched you in a particular way? There are quite a lot of moments that touched me, but most of the moments that touched me would be the adoration whereby as young person you get to interact with God in a pers- on a personal level whereby you take your problems, you take all your issues to God by just being there reflecting on how your life is going by just adoring the, the blessed sacrament. Because in most cases as young people we're not really exposed to adoration. We do not understand the meaning of adoration or what is it that is expected when you have to go to adoration because all we know will be just for youth to sing a particular mass but that does that singing really say something to you does it even have an impact in your life but for me when i go to adoration i have this sense of belonging that i know that my problems are very tiny to god's eye which means that it doesn't matter how many problems i'm facing in my life but if i have christ within me i can conquer anything there are beautiful reflections. Thank you very much. And I thank you for underlining adoration. It's true. You know, a lot of our programs, and for everybody, but also for youth, they're, they're centered on words. You know what I mean? And singing, on activities, and so on. And the fact that you mention, you know, having reflected at the, on the way of the cross and something that was said there and bringing it home with you, and then going before adoration and knowing that you are with God, you're with Jesus there, and that you know, problems can safely be placed in him. Uh, These are moments that uh, really underline something very important for our church. Faith, to to continue then, what would motivate uh, young people today? What I think would motivate young people in most cases would be just for young people or the voice of young people to be heard in the parishes. Because if you don't hear the voice of young people, we don't really feel the sense of coming to activities which are prepared by the parish. 
Yes, okay, thank And finally, a gladness then, you know, uh, the, uh, continuing more or less on the same area. How do you create awareness and young people that they are the future of the church? Okay, um, let me first say uh, there are a number of platforms that the church utilizes to communicate to young people. Um, this include our Catholic Youth Council, the youth movement, and also the catechetical classes that we have. But also... Um, this a communication strategy, I say this revolves more around the science of the times. Um, the communication strategy among youth has changed, has changed dramatically over the years. Um, the church in particular has been extremely slow in adjusting to their communication needs. Uh, if, you can, if you can look now, uh, there's Wi-Fi connectivity and access to Internet um, including access to recreational facilities. This might be the best way to communicate um, that our interests and needs are taken serious by the church. Um, also, being around the church might be the best way, just being around the church might be the best way to say to young people, you are needed to build the future of the church. Um, if by the presence of the people around the church, it says that then clearly our presence will grow and will allow us to freely involve ourselves in the life of the church without being compelled. Um, also, if maybe the church can just capitalize on the interest of, our, of the youth so that they can gain the support and the relation must be of mutual interest and not one-sided. Thank you very, very much. You know, when you're speaking there about gathering young people close to the church, even physically, my mind goes back some 45 years when I first came to South Africa. I was sent to Tsirela, Buipatung, uh, with Father Paul Mary Welch, who has long since passed away. But, uh, you know, we say we had five o'clock mass in the afternoon and he would come out around four o'clock. And he had a little playground there and he always had footballs. And, and because he had a football and the young fellas, we always had about 40 altar boys every day uh, to serve mass. Wow. 40 <laughs> altar boys every day. I'm talking during the week because yeah. they were around playing football and so on. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's, and, and, and this is something that goes back four or five hundred years. You know, in the, and, and in the north of Italy, the faith is still very strong. Bergamo and all those great cities up there. And that goes back to when churches were built, they built playgrounds as well. And in the modern times, they built indoor, uh, indoor playgrounds, you know, where you can play indoor football and that. And that brings youth around the church. And so therefore, the Salesians and John Bosco and those created a tremendous relationship with young people. And I think what you said makes a lot of sense. Uh, you know, uh, 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 so thank you very, very much for these uh, for these uh, points here that you put together. What you're saying comes from yourself and is said so beautifully by you, but also it comes from what the youth have been saying to yes. you. And you have, they have contributed uh, very, very well. And hopefully this will uh, go forward in the church and throughout the church. And just to add a bit... Um when, when, when Faith was mentioning on what, what young people are really asking from the church, as young people, we are, ask, we are also asking for financial support. Um, like Faith mentioned that uh, young people are said to be the future of tomorrow. But then that future begins with today. So as young people, what we are really asking the church is to invest in this future, is to include us in the 
budget of the parish is to uh, help us in our year plans. For instance, this year we will be going to attend Mini World Youth Day in Durban. And as young people, we really need that uh, financial support. We need our parishes and our parishioners to really help us if at least a young person, there are a lot of young people out there who are very committed in the parishes, who are very committed in the dinaries, but they are not working. Most of them are still uh, students and depending on the parents. And this is where we need the church to come and assist us. Thank you very much. You know, recently I was preaching to the Sacred Hearts at Alice their annual retreat in Vordenaxi, and they did set aside 10,000 rand for our youth. Wow. So let that, be, let that be a challenge really to all of the But when Father Benedict mentioned a million and a half earlier, <laughs> I'm just thinking that 10,000 won't go so far. <laughs> so anyway, there's a break. Faith, would you like to greet somebody before we uh, close this session? Uh, I would like to greet everyone from the Cathedral of the Sacred Heart. Thank you for the support because without you guys, most probably I would not even be here representing you guys. It's because of your support that I'm here today and I can't do this alone. I always need everyone's support. And also to thank my parents for giving me this opportunity to come to this side of the town whereby I'm from a rural place and then I get to be exposed to a city life whereby I didn't disappoint them. And then I'm not hoping to disappoint them in the future. And also to thank my little brother who's listening speed on my case to say, please say my name on radio, I'm listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Are you gladness? Uh, I'd like to send my shout out to my home parish first, St. Antony of Egypt, especially the youth there. Um, Siabuswa. Siabuswa. <laughs> St. Francis of Assisi. We do my law. Martin, Chirofato, Mpo, and yeah. Askis, if I, for, I didn't mention you, please don't hate me. Um, to also the youth of St. Daniel Comboni, uh, hi, hi. Uh, to the parish at large of St. Daniel Comboni, to the Pretoria Cluster Youth. Uh, you guys have been a great support. Kokezo, Geneilo, Madimeja, Rustenberg people, hala. So, yeah, um, also shout out to my mom, Mira Mashibuka, and the rest of my family. Love you guys. Thank you very much, Faith. Thank you very much, Gladys, for the beautiful way you have expressed what you have put together and your experience. It's been a great help to us. Father Ben, can I give the last word to you here? Thank you so much, Your Grace. This is Father Ben Makata. Uh, before I thank uh, each and everybody who agreed to uh, the young people of Pretoria, there are few, few things that I want to emphasize, that the young people of Pretoria won't be happy if I won't, I won't say I'm happy that uh, Atletness has already talked about the issue of uh, finances, that we really need uh, financial support. But uh, people are asking about this 1.5 million. While it is written uh, on the posters that is 10, uh, it is a certain amount, 10 million to, to Devon. Uh, 1.5 million is needed only in Pretoria. And um, the total amount that we pay in Pretoria is 3,000 rand. Then if I just make a breakdown of it, is that uh, seven, 700 rand is for transport. And T-shirts is uh, 300 rand, which is a uh, T-shirt and a uh, and cluster. Because young people, when, we, when they went to Bosco, they discovered that they were not identified, they were not seen in, from Pretoria because we didn't have anything that uh, uniformity were a bit scattered. But now, 700 is that the transport. And uh, 300 is T-shirts, which, is, which makes 1,000. And Devon, what is needed for accommodation and meals and logistics is 2,000 rand. That's why it is um, 3,000 rand 
that we are supposed to contribute. And also, I would like to thank uh, some sodalities which have really shown interest of supporting uh, young people in Pretoria. When we had a meeting with young people and uh, chaplains, youth chaplains, we agreed that uh, we are humbly asking, not uh, recommending or, or, or forcing anything to the people of Pretoria. We are humbly asking the sodalities to do the same. And uh, our expectation is that we want each and every parish in Pretoria to be represented in Devon. At least the two people, if they can be sponsored by the uh, ESCO or PPC of the parish, that those people, when they come back, they give report to the people of, uh, of that parish. And also sodalities, also, if they can do the same. Um, now, individual sodalities, we've already got uh, some, I'm sure, will get uh, maybe 100,000. And we are busy praying for that. But if it also the sodalities, they can do the same. They sponsor some of the young people and people of, uh, of goodwill. Um, Your Grace, you said we cannot go to Devon without preparing ourselves. We have started with June 16. Now we have another event which is specifically for Meanwhile to Youth Day that we are going to have on the 22nd to 23rd of September in Southern Dinari at the uh, Holy Trinity Parish. It is a spiritual revival that is going to be happening for the whole night uh, in that parish. And we'll end with Mass where we'll be celebrating also 100 years of uh, our Lady of Fatima. So we are humbly again, we are inviting young people, those who are, who are not joining us sometimes. But this one is an opportunity also to invite young people as we are busy talking about the challenges that are affecting young people. We invite all the young people of Pretoria and some of the adults who want to come and see how we prepare ourselves to go to, to, go to Durban. So we, are, we, are, we are, will be very glad to see them. And uh, I would like to greet each and everybody in the Archdiocese of Pretoria, especially young people who are always supporting us in this ministry. But I can't forget my fellow brother, chaplains, youth chaplains of Pretoria, who we always meet and discuss about the issues of young people, and also executive of youth of uh, Archdiocese of Pretoria, and the cluster from Rustenburg also, I'm sure they are listening, and also with the support, because the event that will be having spiritual preparation, it will be for the cluster, not for the diocese this time, meaning that we'll be having many young people also from uh, Rustenburg, I'm sure even Johannesburg is listening, so they are mostly <laughs> invited and uh, the yeah. doors are open to, to join us and we'll have a good number of the priests to give us some spiritual talks. And also, I won't forget even to greet the ASBs uh, who are always encouraging and supporting these young people that if we are not going to say anything, I think that we are, our work is not going to be well done. And also, I want to thank the most parishes, the beautiful parishes of Arangua that are always supporting me with everything and morally and financial support. That I want to tell you that, guys, I'm not just a... Uh, forgetting or not seeing what you do, I love you very much, and I love each and all the friends and uh, up to the suit, wherever they are listening. <laughs> to that, uh, we, are, we, we just want to greet you, and uh, may Almighty God bless you. Thank you, Father Makata. Thank you very, very much. Thank you, gladness. Thank you, faith, for the wonderful uh, way you have expressed it. And what has been said, dear people, because we know, like, we are speaking, okay, from the point of view of our experience in Pretoria and Swanee, okay, but what has been said here, I'm absolutely sure, applies equally wherever you may be, in Johannesburg, out in Rustenburg, yes, but out in Vitbank, up in Polokwane, 
down to the Free State, Kroonstad, Bethlehem, and right down to Natal. What you have heard, you know, I'm sure echoes with your own experience. So thank you very much for being with us, and I thank our UAU team, and I'm so proud of them, and I think uh, Catholic people, parents of uh, Pretoria, you should be very proud of your young people. You've heard them speak so well. So we will now listen to, yes, it's already here, the World Youth Day Hymn, for 2019, which will be celebrated in Panama now, this is the World Youth Day itself, 2019, let's listen to the hymn, uh, which we'll now listen to. <laughs> 